Welcome to the Authentic and Unapologetic Podcast. My name is Chloe Taylor, and I created this podcast to inspire you to live a life empowered and standing tall in your own authenticity. Because when you do this, you give everyone around you the courage and the strength to do the same. So get cozy and join me as I share my journey and guide you to living your best, most authentic life unapologetically. friends and welcome back whether you are listening to this in a podcast form or in a video format welcome in if you would like to watch the video or listen to the podcast depending on where you are the link for that will be down below for you in either the show notes or the description box today my friends i want to talk to you about becoming the villain And I feel like this has been a topic I've wanted to discuss for a really long time. Also, I apologize in advance for any burps that come out of my mouth. Uh, I try not to edit these because I like them to be very authentic. And I'm drinking a, excuse me, I'm drinking a watermelon LaCroix today. So um, it's delicious, by the way. Highly recommend. But I want to talk about the villain and what that means and how we ourselves can be the villain and it's okay and how we also conceptualize other people as being the villain and how it is also okay. And this is something that I feel like it's going to make more sense as I sit and unravel it with you. But I feel like a lot of people need to hear this. This has been an episode that I've wanted to do I'm going to say for at least a couple of months, um, I don't like, even before the podcast was a thing, this is a topic that I've wanted to really like openly discuss. So first and foremost, we're going to get Siri out here. Hey, Siri. Define villain. Which word? In a film, novel, or play, a character whose evil actions or motives are important to the plot. Would you like to hear the remaining one? Yes. This is an archaic term variant spelling of villain. Huh, okay. I thought maybe it was going to give me another definition, but I think it was talking about a different word. My bad. So, (laughs) basically, as Siri said, uh, a character whose evil actions or motives are important to the plot. So, I feel like we as a collective, myself included, this happens sometimes, but I do my best and I'm going to talk to you how you can kind of talk to yourself or talk yourself kind of through this process. But so many of us are so scared to be villainized by other people that we will do things that we don't actually want to do. How many times in your life have you said yes to going somewhere you didn't want to go, participating in a family event that you had no interest in, um, participating in, like, maybe somebody just asked you for a favor, but you really didn't want to do it. And the reason behind that, ultimately, more often than not, is because we as a people cannot stand the idea of somebody else having a false belief of us. We hate the idea that somebody could paint us in their mind as a villain, as somebody who is not a good person or can't be there or isn't reliable or is lazy or, you know, whatever it might be. I say villain because I just think it sounds cool. (laughs) And it's just a fun way to kind of describe uh, the situation. So what I mean when I say that is 
we so often are so afraid of what other people think of us that we will constantly put the needs of other people before ourselves. Now, it's not wrong to put others' needs before yours, but I'm going to tell you something. I feel like that's actually also a lie that we really shouldn't put the needs of others above our own because when you can show up as your best authentically, people are going to get the best from you. When you do things from a place of not wanting to do them initially, energy doesn't lie. I don't care what it is that you're doing, how big of a smile you put on your face and how well you can keep it together to feel like you want to be there. Energy doesn't lie. Something about you will be off regardless. And here's the thing. I feel like so many of us are so terrified to be misjudged and for people to take some of our actions personally. But here's the thing. I'm going to tell you a secret. Are you listening? You can't control it anyway. You could do everything perfect in your power to be the best person, the best friend, the best wife, the best mother, the best brother, cousin, son, aunt, uncle, child, daughter, whatever. You can be the best whatever that you know how to be and somebody's still not going to like you. Facts. Somebody is still going to see parts of themselves in you that they don't like parts of that's usually how it's done is they see aspects of themselves that they deny in you or in themselves. And so that they attach this negative connotation with you. And frankly, the first thing I want you to do is think of a scenario where you said yes, when you wanted to say no. Were you happy to be there? Were you glad that you did it at the end of the day? I mean, sometimes, sure, that can be true. Sometimes at the end of the day, you're like, oh my God, I don't want to go skydiving. That sounds terrible. And then you go skydiving and it's like so thrilling and you're so happy that you pushed yourself to do it. That's not what I'm talking about today. I'm mostly talking about social situations that we agree to that we have no interest in attending. Now, I always try to make every episode very personal to myself and share the things that I have been through. So this is a really big topic for me because this is something I've had to get very comfortable with, people villainizing me. And it's not always comfortable. Sometimes it really fucking sucks. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. Sometimes it really sucks when people misjudge your actions. And even if you have all the best intentions in the world, somebody's always going to misjudge you. And for me, I am someone that I, I talk a lot about family in my episodes because to me, family has been my biggest lesson bringer in my lifetime. I have had the hardest time adapting to my own beliefs about family and connections and what I was taught to believe. And I think there is a lot of misjudgment that comes my way in the family dynamic on all accounts because I am someone that doesn't put family first. Um, and I know a lot of people listening to this are going to be like, what the, f what? <laughs> but family is everything. Family before anything else. I don't put my family first. I actually would be willing to tell you that I have not everyone. I do have family members that I am very close to, but I tend to put my friendships first. 
And that's because A, some of them are a lot closer to me. And B, I've never had to be anything for my friendship circle, where sometimes in family dynamics, you quote unquote, have to be someone for some, you have to be someone for someone to get them to love, accept and admire you or speak nicely of you. And I learned really early on in my adulthood that that was a way that I was never going to be comfortable living my life. I am a very hermit person. Um, I like being home. I love that my world is virtual. I love that I can go and do as I please. My life is truly a, de a design of my dreams. This is like exactly how I want to live my life. And it took a lot of years to get where I am and to be comfortable with disappointing people. And for me, the reason I want to bring this up, and it's so personal, is I don't really visit my hometown very often. Um, I actually, at this point, I haven't been home in, it'll be three years this fall. And it's, there's a lot of reasons for it. I mean, I'm not going to get into everything because some of that stuff I don't even think I'm ready to talk about. But one of the biggest reasons is I don't really require that. Like I said, I can love my family. I can respect my family. No one person did anything so specific, but I just don't really put my family before anyone else. I'm never going to be that person that goes home two to three times a year. I'm never going to be that person that goes home for Christmas, that goes home for Thanksgiving. I'm never going to be that person that goes out of my way to make that happen. And it's not because I don't want to see these people or because I don't love them, but I, I am at a point in my life where, and some people are going to think this is extremely selfish, but I promise when you actually start to live for yourself and not for other people, you won't see it that way. And I have just gotten to a point in my life where I ask myself, am I doing this because I want to do it? Or am I doing it because I feel like I have to, to like save face or make someone not angry with me? And if the answer is I'm doing it because I feel like I have to, you can bet your bottom fucking dollar I will not do it. I will not do it. I am so stubborn. This is where my like stubborn Taurus comes out. I am so stubborn. And the moment I feel like I have to do something, I will not do it. And it has to be my choice. I have to have full autonomy. And there was so much of my earlier life that felt very forced and like I had to do this that I would definitely say I'm in a place in my adult life right now where my pendulum has swung completely the other way. I won't do anything because I feel like I have to. I will only do it because I want to. Now, before you turn off the video and the podcast and write me off as this selfish little brat, hear me out. When you do things because you actually want to do them, Think about how much more intentional your relationships are. Think about how much more you enjoy the time that you spend with other people because you genuinely want to make a connection with them. They're important to you and you want to be a part of each other's lives. Think about that. Why would you want anyone, family or not, to be a part of your life if they didn't feel that way about you? And sadly, I've had to learn that the hard way. 
that not everybody always has your best interests at heart. Not everybody wants to understand you the way that you want to be understood. And it's the people that actually take the time that we actually have good relationships. And I don't have very many of those. I'm not going to lie. I come from a huge family and on both sides, and there's not very many of them that I actually feel that close to. And I think it's because it has to come from that genuine place. And those people know who they are. They're probably all watching this video because I feel like those people actually support the career that I have. And so I have to accept that some people in my family are going to make me out to be the villain. Oh, Chloe thinks she's too good for us. Can't spend her time here. Oh, Chloe doesn't have her shit together, so she can't ever afford to travel. Oh, like I can come up with a thousand things that I have heard either from directly people or that I've heard like through the grapevine because good Lord, my family is like the most gossipiest version of telephone you will ever listen to. I don't tell my family shit that I don't want anyone to know. Um, <clears throat> I think that's true of a lot of family dynamics, but uh, I've never seen such a gossipy family outside of like the Kardashians, I swear. But for me this was something I had to become very comfortable with of people writing me off and becoming upset with my actions. Because frankly, I'm not living for them. I'm living for me. And you better believe if I show up and I'm there, I'm there because I want to be because it's intentional. I will never go to a wedding, go to a social event, be a part of something, go to a birthday party. I won't even tell someone happy birthday unless I mean it and it's intentional. And that is the truth. And some people might really disagree with that and be like, you know, how hard is that for you to tell someone happy birthday? It's so easy. But flip it the other way. If it was your birthday, is it, a, is it the amount of people that tell you happy birthday? Or is it the quality of the people that tell you happy birthday? Think about that. So I feel like it can cause a lot of contention and I'm used to people painting me in this light that makes people think I don't care about them. But ultimately, it's just the people that actually have given me the time of day to work on a solid relationship that I give all of my time to. And people that don't, I'm always open, doors always open. Um, well, to an extent, I feel like for a few people, the door is a little bit closed. They might have to pry it open pretty hard and I might get mad if they tried. <laughs> there are definitely a few people that that door is closed. That ship has sailed. But for the most part, I'm pretty open and I will always make the effort. I know in my heart because I know myself that I am a kind, genuine, loving person. And I only know that because I know what it feels like to get hurt and disrespected and put down for my ideals and my beliefs and the way that I live my life. So I don't spend time around people that it feels disingenuous to be around them. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. So let's get back to this whole villain mentality. If you feel like, let's say, for instance, you're supposed to go to a family event or a friend event, a birthday party, and you have no interest in going. This is like a friend that you don't even really feel like you're that close to anymore. You're pretty dis, dis or you're pretty removed from, but you feel like if you don't go, like, ooh, they're not going to invite you again and they're going to think that, that that you're a bad person. And here's the thing. You have to walk yourself through it. And I will always condone this for anything that we talk about on this podcast, because I think it's so important to understanding who you are and where you're coming from. You have to walk yourself through, am I actually what they say? Am I 
mean because I didn't show up to this thing. No, maybe you had a migraine and you needed to stay home. Maybe you just needed some time. Maybe your mental health isn't as good as you would like it to be. And you need to take this weekend for you to just relax and be with yourself. And if somebody else is having a birthday, guess what? Obviously, time is never granted to us, but more than likely, they will have a birthday for several years to come, you know, universe willing. And it's one day, it's one event. And honestly, if they're going to get angry at you for not showing up that one time, they were never really your friend to begin with. And so really walk yourself through it. If this person is going to be so infuriated with you over it, it's time to reevaluate the people that you surround yourself with. If Now, let's say you haven't been to an event that they have thrown in months and months and months and months. And so you're feeling guilty, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't flake again. Maybe flake, I say with big air quotes, maybe I should go. But here's the thing. You also need to be honest with yourself. It doesn't make you a bad person if you just don't jive with this person anymore. And you frankly don't want to be a part of the party scene or doing this, that and the other thing. It's, it's time to maybe let that person go. You know, and it doesn't have to be, you can naturally fade away from people. I feel like most of my childhood friends, not all of them, a lot of them I'm extremely close to, but most of my childhood friends, I feel like it's been a natural separation and the drift was really easy. There was no cutthroat. The relationship now has to be over. I'm done. It's just this natural drift away. You're not really a part of each other's lives. You don't really talk that much and you're not interested in the same things anymore. And it is 1000% acceptable to do this with friends and family. And I don't know why in the name of a blood tie, so many people treat it like it's not appropriate because we're all just people. We are literally ants in the grand scheme of things. And it doesn't matter whose vagina you came out of. Yeah, I said it. Um... So really walk yourself through that process. Ask yourself, you know, does this to me make me a bad person? And if the answer is yes, and it makes you feel so bad, then like, maybe there's something to be explored there. Maybe you need to kind of go over that a little bit farther. But more often than not, A, you're overworking it in your brain so much that you're feeling guilty for something that you haven't haven't even done yet. You either you haven't even done yet. And you have this conditioned in response. And I will always talk about this too on my channel or on the podcast. It's a conditioned response to think that you have to go and do this thing. And here's why. I mean, it's a lot of things. It's conditioning just from generations, but it's also conditioning from the survival part of our brain. Back in the day when we actually had to survive out in the wilderness, there is a part of our brain that is there to protect us. And part of that protection mechanism is tribe is surrounding yourself with people because if you didn't have a tribe back then you were fucked so to this day our brains still operate on that level to an extent we still think that we need tribe to survive and frankly you don't i'm not saying don't have people that are close to you that you love spending time with it's great be intentional with those decisions but you don't need a massive tribe to help take care of you you don't you don't and so really walk yourself through the process. And if you feel like it's a bad move for you, really, then reevaluate that. Consider your options. Consider what you will do. But if you know in your heart that it's not going to make you a bad person, you have to become comfortable with people thinking what they want of you. Because here's another big secret for you. They're going to do it anyway. You cannot control someone else's perception of you. I guarantee you... I'm going to say at least 50% of my own family 
doesn't understand me. And I know because of the way that they talk to me. (laughs) Don't understand me. Don't get me. Don't try to get me. And I don't really care. Like, I'm just out here doing me, living my best life. When we're together and I see them and we talk, awesome, good for us. But that that can just be it. You don't have to go to 8,000 parties a week to be loved. Because that's really what it boils down to as well is not only can we not handle being villainized by other people, but we think that we have to do things to be worthy of, of love and affection from others. And you don't. You can just be, exist, do, and be exactly as you are. And the people that want to love and support you, they will show up. Ooh, I'm not going to (laughs) cry. They will show up. I got a little bit sad for past me that didn't believe that. And those people that want to love, be support and be around you that are attracted to your energy and how you run your life because they run their lives similarly, which isn't that amazing when you can link up with people that you just really agree with. You don't need an echo chamber per se. I think it's good to have a variety around you, but It's so awesome to make real authentic connections with people when both of you are actually committed to having a connection. My big point of this is, yes, the whole villain thing, but also to remind you that it doesn't matter what form the relationship comes in. You don't need to make excuses for family or excuses for lifelong friends. This is everyone, because frankly, just like in our last episode, you have to live your life for you. Ultimately, at the end of the day, you have to live your life for you or you will be miserable. Sorry, I get really passionate about this topic. Um, And here's the other thing. I want you to actually think about this a little too. You do this to people too. There are people in your life that could get on their knees and say sorry to you day and night and you would still think the worst of them. We all do this. Everybody on this planet, I don't care who you are. Well, there might be some people that are an exception, but they are rare. Most people on the planet, there is somebody in your life that you don't fucking like and you don't fuck with that person. And there's a reason why. And in your mind, you have written them off as a villain and maybe they do some shitty shit. But to them, they don't see themselves that way. It's all perception. It's always perception. Always take time to spin reality on its head. And it's okay. It's okay if you villainize someone and it's okay if they villainize you. It doesn't have to mean anything. It's all perception. Your perception of someone doesn't have to mean anything and their perception of you doesn't have to mean anything. It's we sit here and we think that like the physical reality is all that the life is and our social identity is all that we will ever achieve and be. But frankly, you are so much more than that. Wake up. (laughs) You are so much more than your physical identity and the person that you portray yourself to be around others. Sorry, I'm really passionate and really worked up about this. But the main thing is to remember that you're guilty of it too. And just the way that you misjudge people sometimes, they do the same thing to you. And it's not your job to correct it. It's not your job to make someone think differently of you. It's not your job to make someone the hero. The hero also has its own problems. And it's not your job to make yourself a hero in someone else's mind. They're going to think what they will about you regardless. And it's not your job to change the perception. So stop fighting it. Stop fighting it. I don't know who needs to hear that, but stop fighting it. Stop trying to fight to be understood. This is something I spent like all of my 20s up until like the last year 
doing, trying to fight to make people understand me. Apologies, my camera died. I was so passionate that I broke the camera. No, it didn't break, it just died. Um, I've been doing a lot of filming today, but um, basically, as I was saying, I think I kind of reiterated the same point. Excuse me. Oh my gosh, this LaCroix is so good, but like, okay. Um, I think I reiterated that same point like three times to really just drill it in. But um, sometimes when you act like the villain, if it if if somebody has made you out to be the villain and you actually feel like that was a shitty thing that you did, then like, yeah, fix it. Make it better. Don't keep doing that thing. But ultimately, if it's something that you just know your heart and know yourself, stop committing yourself to things that you don't actually want to do. Be more intentional with your life and with your time and to everybody else. We don't got time for that. Life is way too short to be so concerned and caught up with what everybody else thinks of you. And the last thing I really want to leave you with is all it really takes to be successful in this is to know yourself and to know your worth and to know that you are never off path or off course. You are always on the right track at every moment and every step of the way. Even if it feels like you've deviated a little bit, know that that's not even possible because the fact that you wake up every day is a sign that you are on path. Now there might be polarities in your path that teach you, ooh, that's not really a direction I want to keep going, but you're always on the right path. You're never off course. Things always come in at the right time. The right things happen at the right time. And sometimes People are pulled out of your life because they want to villainize you. And sometimes you pull people out of your life because you villainize them. And that's also okay. I talk about this a lot as well, that we all have a train that our life is. Your life is the train. And sometimes people are automatically put on your train from the moment that you come into this world. But sometimes 30 stops down the line, you have to let them off because when you let them off, it makes room for more people to be able to enter the train. Sometimes people are on that train for life and sometimes they get off and that's okay. Your train can't go backwards. You're not going to go back 10 stops and pick them up. Like, no, we're done with that. So we have to keep going. And that doesn't mean that you can't ever make amends with people and bring them back into your life. Sometimes timing is everything and you both need to grow in different directions for a little while to come back together. And that happens too sometimes. So anyways, most importantly, it's okay if somebody makes you out to be the villain. It doesn't mean you should stop doing your thing. And it's okay if sometimes you villainize someone because they're just not living their life in alignment with how you want to live yours. And yes, I would encourage you to challenge that a little bit harder and make room for acceptance of more people. But it doesn't mean you have to give them access to all of your essence if you really don't agree with the way that they do things. But it doesn't mean that you have to completely lose respect either. So that's all, again, up to perception and up to you. But at the end of the day, just know that you are so divinely loved and you are so much more than this. You are so much more than what anybody could say or think about you. I love you so much and I'll talk to you next week.
If you felt seen, heard, and understood by today's episode, please remember that this podcast is designed from a YouTube channel. Most, if not all of the episodes are actually audio from sit-down videos of mine on my YouTube channel that I have linked down below. Over there, you will find videos that range from tarot, these sit-down chats, and everything else that I believe will light you up from the inside out. This, my social media handles, and so much more are listed in the show notes below. Please never forget that when you stand up in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. I'll talk to you all next week. Mm -hmm.